welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Kenneth Aldrich on the line, who's the founder over at Dream Toolbox and also an angel investor. Ken, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Adam. I appreciate it. So I'm excited to get into what you're doing over at Dream Toolbox, Um, but before we do that, let's get a little bit more into your background. So how did you get started in business and as an entrepreneur? Well, I had a checkered career. I started as a lawyer, actually. Uh, Practiced law for a while, decided I liked sitting on the other side of the table better. Um, Spent a a couple of years in the investment banking world, helped a startup public company in the real estate investment uh, world, and finally decided I needed to do it all on my own instead of as an employee of other people. Uh, So I I started out actually in the the real estate business. Buying and selling real estate for my own account, uh, building apartment buildings, and ultimately built a 30-story high-rise, for which I had no prior experience, but we managed to get it up, and it didn't fall down in the earthquake, and stayed (laughs) fully rented for the last 20 years or so. So we did okay. But gradually, when the change came in the tax laws and, and in the financing world, it became impossible for me to stay an independent I, uh, in order to do large-scale projects. I would have had to go out and form a, a venture fund or something of that sort, which was not my temperament. So I looked around and I said, what uh, what could I do? And the answer was angel investing. So I then spent the next 20 or 30 years as a professional angel investor, uh, which has been a wonderful career, um, and along the way had many successes and, and, frankly, many failures. That's the nature of that business, if you will. Um, and and not too long ago, decided, okay, I, I need to start giving some of this back. I, the world has been really good to me. Uh, and I began volunteering in charter schools uh, for inner-city kids, uh, trying to teach them some of the principles of entrepreneurship because most of these kids see the world as, uh, and I found out that lots of people do, frankly, see the world as a kind of a closed environment in which you, you, know, you get your degree, you, uh, you go to work for a corporation, you hope for a pension, and you're bored half the time. And I thought, this is not a way to live life, and maybe I can help people see a new world. So I've done that for a number of years, but along the way I realized something else that was intriguing to me. And that is that if I went to a class of 20 or 30 kids, uh, and I spent, you know, one day a week, which was the typical pattern. Um, if I was lucky at the end of the semester, maybe one or two of those kids would actually have the light shine and say, oh, wow, there is more to my life than going to work when I get my degree for Walmart or Starbucks or whatever and hoping for a pension. I can really do things. And I said, okay, if that's the case, and if, as I found out was true, often that inspiration came from a single comment that I might have made over the course of a semester. What if I could reach a broader audience and maybe impact more people with the same message? So that led to me forming a podcast, which is still up uh, on my website at uh, dreamtoolbox.com. 
And also then ultimately, because I was my friend said you got to do it, and I I believe them, uh, wrote a book called uh, Dream Toolbox, which available on Amazon, and also we can talk about that later. But um, that led to that becoming a, a very all-consuming business for me. I still invest in oh I don't know how many companies a year, probably five or ten, uh, and uh, occasionally start a new company. I started ten companies over time and uh, keep saying that I won't do another one, but I always get intrigued, and <laughs> the next thing I know, I've started another one. So that's kind of my background, uh, sort of a suspected lawyer who became, a, became <laughs> an entrepreneur and uh, hopefully now an educator. That's awesome. I love it. Um, so that being said, you have a very unique vantage point of um, obviously experience of launching many businesses and um, different sectors. Um, so there's some younger entrepreneurs that are listening right now that maybe they're just getting out there with their first business or their second one and the first didn't go so well. Um, what kind of advice would you give to that new entrepreneur that's really just getting out there and kind of getting their feet wet? Well, the best advice I can give is to First of all, there, first of all, there, there are tons of books and classes and so on you can take on how to start a business or write a business plan, et cetera, et cetera. So that, that's out there. But the thing that I found was not out there very much was anything that talks about the way in which you shift your mindset and do what I call thinking like an entrepreneur. Um, and that's really critical. And uh, obviously, I've spent 250 pages or so describing in the book, so I can't do that here. But... The essence of it is to change the core belief system from I can't to I can, and also to change the belief system from success is something way off in the future to I am successful now, and I have power now to direct and control my own life. And if you can make those changes, everything else kind of follows along. Then you're not worried about if you're first business happens to have failed, as you mentioned, uh, that doesn't mean you failed. There are mm -hmm. lots and lots of people who failed at their first venture um, and, and gone on to huge success. Now, if you have a choice, don't fail the first time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we don't always have those choices. And yeah. uh, so the, the real bottom line is to know that you have the power to make it happen. And that gives you resiliency and all kinds of tools uh, with which to make it happen. Oh, I love that. I love that advice. I was having this discussion the other day, and I was talking to a friend, and I'm like, and they're, they're talking about a business and some other things. I'm like, well, how many times did Henry Ford go bankrupt? I'm from Michigan, so of course I'm going to know the car history, right? I'm like, how many right. times did he go bankrupt? I'm glad he didn't stop. I'm glad he kept going, because uh, if he hadn't, who knows what, what would have happened um, alternatively. <laughs> I love it. Great advice, Ken. Um, let's switch it up. I do want to get, let's get into the book. Let's get a little bit further into the podcast. I know you, you touched on it, but I, I want some more. And first off, you have the podcasting voice. I'm I'm jealous. I'm like, man, I don't normally bring people on the podcast that have better podcasting voice than me, but uh, good stuff. Let's start with, let's, let's start with the podcast. <laughs> Tell us a little well, bit more about what to expect. <laughs> the podcast, as I've moved on to the book, is, is essentially a, a website, uh, dreamtoolbox.com mm -hmm. is the way to access it. You can get at it through Facebook and Twitter, but just go to dreamtoolbox.com. Mm -hmm. And it started out as a series of, I think we were doing them once a week, of little four or five minute podcasts on some aspect of entrepreneurship. And the reason they were so short was that I figure people's attention spans are not that long. But if we can capsulize different components, we could make a difference. So there are now, I think, 
27 different pod, little five-minute podcasts, uh, which is different than typical concept of podcasts like this one or others, which may go on much longer. But the idea was to break the basic principles into bite-sized chunks. Mm. Well, that was that was a good start, but I realized that a lot of the audience was not really the the audience that I wanted to reach initially, which was teenagers, uh, because five minutes is a lifetime for a teenager. <laughs> mm-hmm. And also that I was getting equally um, enthusiastic response from adults who said, you know, my career feels stuck, I'm frustrated, my kids are frustrated, whatever. Uh, have, you, have you written this out in more detail? And that led to me writing the book, which essentially took on those 27 or however many chapters I had and expanded those into basically a step-by-step process to develop what I call an entrepreneurial mind. And it really starts with goal setting and starts with visualizing where you're going to be, not as something in the future, but as if you had it today. And then takes everybody through the various steps of how to get there, how to deal with failure, how to set way stations along the way so that you know whether you're succeeding or whether you're off track, um, and a whole lot of different things that, uh, frankly, are, you know, don't get talked about much when when you start taking courses on entrepreneurship. That people tend to jump into the the nuts and bolts of creating a PowerPoint or creating a business or creating a marketing plan. But I think you have to change the mindset first, and that's what it's really all about. So let's um, let's go a step further into the book. Uh, so what kind of things can the uh, can the audience expect um, that reads this book to get from it? What are some of the takeaways, please? Well, I think the one single takeaway that is probably mm-hmm. most important of all is that if you read the book and if you do the drills that are in there and think it through, you will change, as I said earlier, you'll change your core belief from I can't to I can. And that sounds really simple, but the truth is it's, it's the critical thing to everything. For, let me give you an example. People talk a lot about the barriers to success and, and, and obstacles along the way and so on. And one of the revelations that came to me and that I've passed on is this. If you look at a problem or a barrier uh, that's, you know, and they can be huge. Almost every business I've ever started or invested in has had some near-death experience and had to survive it in order to succeed. But if you look at those not as a barrier, but as a puzzle, it changes your mindset just with that little simple drill because puzzles by definition are made to be solved. And there's your mind begins to think, okay, there's a solution to this somewhere. And once you begin on that process, it unleashes your subconscious and solutions get found. Now, maybe there's some cases where there isn't a good solution. That's why some businesses don't make it. Mm-hmm. More often they don't make it, however, because the entrepreneur himself or herself failed to have that core belief that, yes, I can. I can do this. I can make it happen. So. There are many, many more examples and mm-hmm. variants and so on, but uh, that's probably the biggest one. That's awesome. So, Ken, if somebody wants more information on either the podcast or also to pick up the book, um, how do they get that? The, the, there are two easy ways. One is to go to uh, dreamtoolbox.com, and you'll see uh, 
a link there that will actually, I think the link takes you directly to uh, the Amazon page where you can buy the book. Or you can simply go on Amazon and type in uh, Dream Toolbox, uh, or I think you can type in my name, Kenneth Aldrich, uh, or both, and you'll, you'll get... Uh, you get the book. It's available in both as a Kindle book and as a, a softcover uh, paperback uh, book. And uh, I recommend, frankly, uh, the cost is not much different. I recommend the softcover because if you're really getting benefit out of it, you're going to want to make marginal notes on the pages. And that's hard to do on, on the Kindle format, I've learned. So, But that's the easy one, just dreamtobox.com. We're also on Facebook and Instagram and so on, but... Uh, the easiest is just to go to the web page and, and or go to directly to Amazon. That's awesome. Um, well, hey, Ken, I really appreciate you coming on the show today and sharing more about your background and all the great work you're doing at Dream Toolbox um, to help our entrepreneurs and to help unlock the potential in people. So I'm really grateful for that. Uh, and to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. I hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, uh, leave me a review on the Apple iTunes Store, uh, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And uh, Ken, thanks again for coming on the show. Thank you.